Welcome to this podcast where we will be speaking about domestic abuse from the roots. To speak of abuse teaches and heals the soul in order to help you understand many things. As domestic abuse and domestic violence survivors located in Denver, Colorado, we will be sharing our personal experiences mixed with research and findings from professionals and therapists. We will be sharing local resources and we will provide our email, which is dvinfolatinx at gmail.com. Again, that is dvinfolatinx at gmail.com. You're welcome to share your stories with us or just contact us if you need any help and we'll be here to help you. Hello everyone, welcome back to this um, space, your safe space. Welcome to episode number two. Um, We'll be talking about financial abuse in this episode. And um, I also want to take the time to remind you that if you find this um, topic triggering, you are welcome to um, pause or just simply get off the episode and as always please listen to your bodies um i want to go ahead and start um with a little bit of a description of what financial abuse is and how it occurs um financial abuse occurs when the abuser takes control over the home finances to avoid the other person abandoning them and to keep control of the relationship. So the abuser basically uses this as leverage to hold you hostage. Um, An abuser can take control of all the money, withhold it and hide financial information from the victim. Um, This also includes uh, not sharing uh, an extra debit card if you guys have like a joint account. So you don't have um, any access to the money. You don't have a debit card nothing at all financial abuse occurs during physical abuse development in relationships so if you are experiencing physical abuse at this point that means that you are more than likely also experiencing financial abuse at this point um what else Financial abuse occurred, okay, financial abuse may also target vulnerable individuals such as the elderly. So remember this, um, a lot of types of abuse are not only in intimate relationships, it happens in any type of relationship, whether that is with family, um, friends, co-workers, co-workers and such. Um, what else? So yeah, so financial abuse may also target vulnerable individuals such as the elderly when a family member, close friend, or a caretaker steals money from them. And then they also deny them the opportunity to fulfill their basic needs. I mean, such as like buying essentials like shampoo, soap, toothpaste, things like that, food. Um, And they do not offer any economic help. So they basically do not. Do not care for the well-being of this person. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go ahead, Anna. <laughs> okay, to add on um, a little bit on this, uh, studies made by the Centers of Financial Abuse 
found that 99% of violent cases and domestic abuse um, also involve financial abuse. Um, I just want to say that, yeah, I went through that. Um, yeah. Also, financial abuse is one of the first signs of violence and dating or domestic abuse. Let's say that you guys just got married or together, you start dating. Just starting to date. Yes, and then it's so easy for us to feel comfortable. In, in my case, I'm going to talk about my case. Um, you know, when I first met this person, I was a waitress. Um, I work in a Mexican restaurant in... Um, he just started like asking me for more time for him and to get a better job, this and that, blah, blah. So I listened to him. And so he was the one making more money when I started working uh, on an office. And I started depending on him. Not 100% because I never liked that. But he kind of provoked for you to like stop yeah. working as much as you were working. And stop yes. making the amount of money you were making. So I needed to ask him for help or at least to like cover the bigger bills, you know? Yeah. So, and I feel like at that point he had a little bit more control of me. And yes. he used to kick me out of his place a lot of times telling me like, oh, you're not able to afford this place so I can kick you out whenever. Yeah. And I feel like if I go back in a relationship and I start you know noticing this type of things mm -hmm. i'm gonna be able to to identify you know yeah but at that point i never you don't i never think, experienced that before you, you didn't know? think it yeah you didn't I, think what he was what he was doing was um just malice more, yes and yeah. he wanted more control of me you know yeah so he got that because i was we can't say that i was innocent in that case naive Yeah, because I never, like I said, I never went through that before. Well, of course. I yeah. mean, you, you don't know what you're, what's going on yeah. until you experience something. I always trusted him. That's my problem. Like, I that's your partner, him. you know, your husband. Exactly. Like, so, I was I was really trying to build something. Yeah. He wasn't. He was always lying since the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't able to notice that. But yeah, yeah, financial abuse is how they start abusing you. And yeah. it goes from there. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, because it, it makes it there. easier. So once they have you, yes, like once they have that control over you, uh -huh, it's so much easier. It's so much easier for them to continue the abuse and yes. continue the control. Like in my case, the same thing too. I had my apartment, and um, I mean, I saw a lot of the red flags. It's a point where I'm like, you know what? I think like I came to the point where I would talk to him and talk to him and tell him I I don't want to be with you like. I'm pregnant, but we can figure this out. Co-parent, do the best we can. Like, I saw all these red flags, but then I would get convinced otherwise, like saying, yeah, but think about it. You're not going to have money. Um, you're going to take maternity leave. You're going to take a pay cut. You're going to do this. You're gonna, how are you going to afford rent? At this point, I had, like, my family support. So, like, my mother was like, don't leave your apartment. Just stay there um look like just look because you know obviously a lot of the times i would seek advice from my mom but then also again i'm like but i'm independent i can't just rely on my family right mm -hmm. um so i didn't listen um i thought i had the um the illusion and the hope that you know i wanted to like build like a family i wanted to have this baby I mean, I planned my baby. I 
I chose a life partner and I we chose to have a baby we planned it and so my thing is like nobody plans to be with a life partner right and plan a family and then suddenly just like kick you, you know, out kick you out yeah. and or like just end up planning to just co-parent so i was like well in my head i was like i need to give this a shot but then again like you said we're naive we don't think anything of it you trust your partner to a certain sense um or to a certain extent and i know what he was trying to do is convince me to get in there convince me to move in and as soon as i moved in it's like it busted a whole 360 you know and then while i was in it it was just kind of like it was easier for him to like mentally break me down and you know psychologically attack me because for him it was just like well now now that you're in here you're under my roof it's like wash the dishes like you have to wash the dishes you have to do this you have to clean you have you know and and I'm at home with the newborn baby not even like at home like my baby was in the NICU you know and I'm not even home all day while the baby's in the NICU because I'm spending all my time in the hospital, right? But once the baby came home, it's like, like, all you do is just, you're just lazy, you're this, you're that, you know? It's like, um, so it's easier for them to, like, come around and demand and be abusive, you know? Yeah. When, um, yeah, and, and when he was on FMLA as well he was on leave but he was never home he would leave me at home with the baby all day and and it's like you want me to do the dishes you want me to do the laundry and the things that i did do the little bit of the effort that i did put around the house you know like that i pitched in that it let's just say like maybe i swept maybe i didn't wash the fucking dishes but i fucking swept like that wasn't appreciated maybe i didn't fucking like wash the fucking dishes but i fucking washed your damn calzones your fucking yeah for real <laughs> you know and i and i folded them and put them away for you you know and like little shit like that maybe i took the fucking um i don't know trash out trash or out or something yeah. so instead of wanting to like do any chores like that in the house and um i just wanted to bond with my baby i think it was it was a time where we both were healing we had a traumatic birth experience and all this individual did was um saw me vulnerable saw me saw me sad saw me um you know going like going through postpartum depression instead of being like showing that support being supportive all he ever did is just like stomp on me even or stepped all over me even more like it's kind of like being on the floor and then they come in just yeah kick you more on just to make sure that you're all the, all way, the down. way down yeah. exactly just to make sure you stay down yeah and um and yeah that's abuse and and i mean now that i go back and think another of my experiences too um what else um another one of my experiences for me with financial abuse was one time well, I have two other examples, but one of them was one time that I that I was like, that's kind of like a red flag. We went to the gym. We had Planet Fitness. And for some reason, I think I lost my debit card. And then um, 
I don't know what happened. I didn't think. I mean, it's Planet Fitness, like, 20 bucks that you're paying per month or whatever. Like, I'm not going to think about that mm-hmm. crap, you know? Yeah. So I just thought, like, I'm just going to. I don't know. I didn't think about it. I get there, and they're like, oh, you're. Um, and then I had a long time without going to the gym. So I was like, I'm, I got there, and then I'm like, they're like, you can't come in because you own or you owe this much on your on your account and i'm like what uh like you know i had it like automatic but you know like when you switch your your debit cards and stuff like that and you have you know they cancel them and if you have like automatic payments like you have to call them back again and and re i don't know reconnect them whatever i didn't do that i didn't think about it anyways it was just very like um i don't know something i did that was very distracting but Anyway, so this person was like, we had to drive to my home gym and he was pissed about it. And then I was just like, well, you don't have to go with me to take care of all all of this. If you want to, you can stay, go work out. I will take care of it, whatever. We'll work out tomorrow or something together. But he insisted, no, we'll go together. So, but the entire way there, he's like scolding me, telling me like, well, I don't know what to think. You don't take care of your finances. You this, you that. Just putting me down, you know, like putting mm-hmm. me down. And, and I don't know. I don't think I could ever trust you, you know. Um, I don't think I could ever trust you with finances and this and that, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, it's not even your bill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why? Why do you even care? Well, I know? have a question. Did he end up paying for you or not? Actually, you know what? Once we got there, I did say something. I was like, you know what? If you're if you're not paying a dime for it, then don't you have no right to say anything. Let me deal with it. And then once we got there, he paid for it. But I think he didn't do it to help me. He just did it to like to show you like, "Oh, yes, I can do this for you." Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like I got you like again like as a sign of like okay i can see how independent you are but here let me pay for you so you can see that you can depend on me kind of like to lure you in Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and then we were still dating at this time and then another occasion we took a vacation um i took my my baby moon trip i went i went to see my family in mexico um so initially this trip was just gonna be my mother and me go visit my family when I told him I was going, um, he basically was like, well, let's go. And I was like, well, if you want to come. I mean, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, well, if you want to come, that would be a fun trip to take. And I just thought we can take a, a really cool trip before the baby comes. And I think I was about four or five months pregnant. I can't remember. So we get there. Um, at first, I was waiting for some money um, to arrive in my account. And I was waiting to get paid. Um so during the time we found some tickets and then he's like well i actually asked him i'm like hey do you want to buy them and then i pay you back when i get my money or whatever you know again i have my bills like automatic you know in my account because if not i wouldn't remember to pay my bill like i just it's too overwhelming so that i find out that that works for me to manage my money so anyway um so he does he pays for the ticket tickets in advance so you know and obviously i offer like i'm gonna help this is our trip you know what i mean this is not something that you're paying for but it's our trip 
and again i didn't think anything of it um so he paid out of pocket in advance and then i i said i would pay him back when we're in mexico a couple of bills like kicked in and then once um we're coming back i realized like oh my god i didn't even put like money aside you know for groceries and i'm pregnant right mm -hmm. and at this point i'm like um i don't know i'm just pending like on i mean i was like a single woman like no like i don't i can't just i couldn't just go in and get like food stamps or get like stuff like that you know mm -hmm. according to the government i would like i make too much money for that you know so anyway so I was like, hey, um, I'm only going to give you, I promised to give him like $700. And I'm like, hey, I'm only going to give you $600 because I, I didn't realize this one bill kicked in. And um, if I give you the full amount, I'm not going to have money for groceries and I got to eat. Like, I mean, you know, when you're pregnant, you oh, eat, God, dude. Yes. Like, you eat a lot. You, and not only that, it's like you have to find nutritious food for your, for your for you and your baby so anyway i would eat i would really pick out so i didn't think this man would be like mad about this i didn't find a reason more because it, it was his i mean you were pregnant with his daughter exactly no with somebody else's daughter alleged daughter oh well yeah yeah alleged daughter because i mean he even denied her so yeah exactly so yeah I mean, and yeah, and let's just let's just pretend that you know this would be his daughter, you know, and like think like, hey, she's pregnant, like with my, and even be like, daughter. oh, like, don't worry, don't pay me, like, what the fuck is wrong with? I cannot believe I will never date a fucking asshole that will be like fifty fifty or type type of this. Exactly, dude. like how uh. we talked. I think we were talking about this, like, one of the other signs, too, is that one of the financial signs is also as well that when they make you, like, 50-50, so you, you cannot go 50-50 with somebody that makes more money than you. Oh, yeah, like, in my case. That's also abuse, yeah. Like, in my case, he's an engineer, and I was a waitress at that point, and it was 50-50, and I, I actually, I was, like, probably... I'm not going to say I was putting more, but I was paying his home bill. I was the uh, one taking care of the food because every time he got food, it was just for himself. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, and I was paying also like rent. And I'm an expensive girl. I wasn't going to go cheap because I love my nails. I love my yeah. hair extensions. You know, I take care of myself. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to change my lifestyle just because you're not fucking able to, to support this family you know yeah exactly. and he was the one talking about wanting a family this and that and i was like okay i will but help this is you. what family is exactly. you're supposed to be a team you're supposed to be a team and he wasn't he wasn't um playing a team with me i was yeah i was trying to play a team with him like like i said i was paying his phone bill for a long yeah. time i was like okay if he's paying this much i can at least pay his phone bill and pay this right. and get some food you know Cause I don't have food stamps. And you want to be a teammate. Yeah. And he wasn't like that. Every time he got paid or whatever, mm -hmm. it was about him and him having fun. Yeah. So let's say he's like, oh, I got tickets to go here. 
Yeah. She didn't even ask me, oh, do you like this? We, we can go here. Yeah. No, we. I got tickets. We're going here. Okay, whatever. I mean, he I wouldn't even, fun. like, ask you if you want. Yes. Yeah. He would just make the plan, which sometimes it's cool, but then it's also good to check in because exactly. you're still your own person. You never know, like, what if you had, like, plans with no, the girlfriend? No, and then I'm a single mom. Who, yeah, you're a single mom, so, like, the schedule with your exactly. children. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, well... Um, going back to my, my, um, going back to what I was, um, talking, like, so no, he made me, like, paid everything. He forced me to pay it. So I paid it all. I paid, I just gave him everything and I said, I'm done. Like, that was, like, the last, like, like, draw for me. I was like, I'm done. I remember the following day I went over because he had my key, my house key, my apartment key, and I had his and I... I had talked to my mom, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to figure out a way to extend the... Because I had already, like, said I was going to move out. You know how you give your 60-day notice for the apartment? Oh, yeah. So I was going to be like, actually, I'm not, you know, I was going to tell them. Like, I'm not moving out. So I wrote them an email in the morning, and then I went to his house. And we would always just used to go in without permission. I tried calling him that morning he wouldn't answer i texted him so i texted and i said i'm coming over he still didn't respond so i said to myself well if i gotta move out of here i need my key back so i would so he had a couple of my things there that i had there which weren't important i wouldn't have mind if i left them but my key was the important thing so i went the next day because you know if you lose like one of those keys way like they charge you an arm and a leg to pay for those extra keys dude <laughs> so i'm like fuck I, I can't afford it's like 500 dollars to replace one of those keys or something like that anyway so i went over and i thought it was important um the next day and then dude like we used to just go in like nothing so i'm like knocking he's not opening so i just i went in with the guy had the key so i went in and when I walk in, he comes out of, I don't know, the bathroom, the bedroom. I don't know where he comes out from. And he starts yelling at me, like, verbally uh, abusing me, calling me names, calling me a bitch, calling me a slut, calling me all kinds of shit, dude. And then I'm like, hey, I'm just here for my key. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just here for my key. Just give me my key, and I'm, I'll be out of your way. So he's like, how do you... Like, how dare you come in here without, like, knocking? How dare you come inside? This is my house and get the fuck out. And I was like, I will get the fuck out as soon as you give me my key. So here's your key. Give me my key. Dude, he refused to give me my fucking key. And so just, I literally, like, he was screaming so loud. It was so fucking scary. He grabbed things and started throwing things at me. He started banging shit. Like, it was the scariest thing and I'm pregnant, right? And so I sat on the couch, like, there was, like, this recliner chair, and I just sat there, and I started crying. I didn't know what else to do, and he refused to give me my key, so then I finally get out. I, um, I got out, like, I started defending myself. I started yelling back at him, and then finally, um, I, I didn't know what else to do, so I got my mom on the phone, and then I got out, right, and I was sitting outside on, on his porch, and, um, you know, I wish he would show those videos as well. That would be incredible. Because he's been showing all these videos and stuff on cord. Um, <laughs> so I wish he would show those videos too. That would be dope. He's showing uh, a video of me eating ham. 
<laughs> Fucking fat ass. Now I'm famous, guys. If you guys, I will post a video later. You guys can see how fancy well, I'm getting him. Well, this is this is what an abuser does. Like, exactly. don't just pinpoint shit that makes them look good but don't, right? don't show the whole but don't thing. show the whole thing exactly don't show the whole fucking video that actually shows them as the actual abusers well anyway so while i'm sitting out there i'm calling i call my mom right and then i'm telling her what's going on i'm like please i'm still thinking sitting there like please mom talk to him and kick kick some sense into this guy right my mom's like we'll just leave like don't beg i'm like i'm not begging him and i'm crying because i'm my hormones all over and then he was being scary inside the house and so i'm like telling my mom i just need my key i really need my key well what do you mean and i was like if i don't get the key back because she's like we'll just leave the fucking key just go buy a new one like make a copy and i was like i, I can't do duplicates like that it doesn't work that way I said, if I don't give the original keys back, it's this much, this much. And the mom's like, oh, I get it. So my mom's like, okay. So she attempts to call this individual. And then I guess finally, I don't know how she got him on the phone. So he's talking or whatever. Um, but long story short, dude, he comes out and he just throws a key into the, into the front lawn. But there's like a bunch of weeds and everything in his um, front lawn. And just like throws it and goes back inside oh and he's like here you go like he says something like here you go fucking bitch and just like threw it or whatever and then goes back inside and then i'm like dude i'm pregnant i'm not gonna be on my knees trying to look for this shit and like he just you know damn and then i start knocking and i'm like you need to come out here and like give it to me that will be a good video so they can see how he treat you that exactly day. Mm. exactly interesting yeah so they can see the actual abuse. this is reality this, this is, reality. is reality dude they but go to court they, they go- start crying and they trust they act them. like the victim yes yes they trust them. this is how they fucked twist up. everything yes this yeah. is how fucked up the, the just system. the system is exactly and i hope they they listen to this podcast because it's so fucked up the system nowadays yeah yeah for mm-hmm. sure and so when that happens i call my mom again and i'm like crying and stuff and then finally my mom's like you know trying to kick some sense into his um fucking head and then he comes out gets it picks it up and then he just like threw it on my lap and i was like okay whatever not gonna say shit grab the key and i'm like i'm done like i was so fucking done i was so convinced i was so done then maybe like about an hour two hours later he, um, one of his family members calls me, right? And she's, or they're like, can I come over? And I was like, well, yeah. And they're like, can I come over and talk? And I'm like, sure. So they come over and they start talking and they're like, yeah, he's so heartbroken. He's crying. Like, acting like the victim, dude. Like, the fucking victim. Like, and then this person talked to me like, so you're never getting back with them i'm like no after what they did to me no but what does lupe do here i go like a little dumbass because he was saying sorry because he was begging because he's like i'll never do this again and never do that again and then you fall for it again and there you go but this goes to show like going back to 
the main focus is financial abuse but these are these were my red flags this was my experience with financial abuse and this goes to show how like no matter in what kind of a like or what kind of stage in your abusive relationship you're in no matter what you're going to experience financial abuse yeah that's why it's really important to identify financial abuse mm -hmm. it's like one of the main things that if i go back in my life i wish i wish i knew about financial abuse and actually i had this meeting with this lady from child services because mm -hmm. i've been trying to get a lot of information about this Type mm -hmm. of, and she told me she even told me now um she 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 just told me like you're being abused in so many ways with my son's dad mm -hmm. she, she was like you're being abused because um him not paying what he has to pay you for your child child support child support let's call mm -hmm. it um she's like that's financial abuse and mm -hmm. and she told me like now we're taking this really serious because when they lose control over you they use your kids to keep abusing you yes so it's like the yes. after so the abuse doesn't stop when you leave no the abuse continues like it's more if you have kids together exactly so they use your kids as leverage yeah you know or they use your kids as a bridge to continue to have, abusing you uh-huh to continue and to abuse the good thing is that she told me that we're taking this too serious um mm -hmm. and now we like things like this are happening to you mm -hmm. we actually like taking this type of things to court because yeah. they just want to continue the abuse yes and then i had um i had a and that's like one of the most fucked up things in family court too is that that they allow the financial abuse exactly. to continue in the court of law exactly in the court of law and you cannot like you cannot um it, it's the the system the family court system is not an all like one size fits all because majority if not many of the family of the families coming through the court you know for custody cases and such majority if not many are um separated due to abuse or some kind of abuse exactly so you cannot expect to go in there and be like okay 50 50 like you get them you you dad get one week you mom get one week back and forth and nobody pays child support what the fuck is that and nobody pays child support because again you're making less than that other person all right mm -hmm. or even if the man is making less than the woman it's the same thing like it's and then you wanting so so 50 percent. so put it this way 50 percent of the time there's a child spending time and quote unquote building a relationship with an abuser an abuser does not want to build a relationship with their child they don't they give two shits about their child all they care about is controlling so what happens like with this child also they're being damaged they're being mentally so 50 percent of the time this child has been mentally damaged exactly like in my case with my son so you're not necessarily doing it, it it's not necessarily the best interest of the child they don't give a shit about the child they care about fucking having the money they they take from parents that go to court yeah the court fees <laughs> the court fees and whatever they fucking charge you to go through the fucking court system yeah. to fucking tell you you have to be a good parent 
what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, like you do this and you do this you and then do, it's yes. in a court and if you violate the court, you get arrested. You get arrested. That's so stupid. Like You get hold, held in contempt. It's yes. the stupidest shit ever. The system is so stupid and I don't know who's more stupid, the system or the people that works there. Yeah. I'm so glad that I had a really nice person working with my case, talking about child services. Yeah. My respect for that. But other yeah. than that, and then this this guy, my I mean, son, there's some, some people that you yeah. encounter that are good. There yeah. are people that really care about what they're doing. They, they're doing. There's other people that are like fucking zombies in the fucking exactly. system. Yeah. Like in my case with my son, this dude had the money to get a lawyer. And he's also using his lawyer to harass me. Same, same oh thing. My going God. through the same thing. And they're allow- allowing that to happen. Well, so here's what happens. So sometimes in ca- many cases, right, either whether it's the woman or the man, but there's a no contact order in place, right? So what happens is that um, since there's a no contact order, they use a lawyer. Man, they use a lawyer to continue yes. the abuse. And yes. I tell you, we should make a full episode about how lawyers. Uh, harass you yeah and i even told this uh, this lawyer because he called me he's like i'm gonna send you to yale because whatever report you make to the police is a false report and i was i made a i made a police report based on what my son was telling me right so i hang up on him because i got mad i was like how are you gonna tell me my son is lying to me yeah um so i call him more than anything threatened Threatened to send you to, to jail. jail. Exactly. So right. I called him back, and I wa- I had my other phone in my other hand, and I was Recording. gonna I was gonna record him, and I was like, Hey, can you repeat what you just said to me? And he's like, Are you calling me back to harass me? I'm like, Asshole, you're saying that I'm harassing you because you know you fucked yeah. it up. So we should talk about lawyers and how they fucking harass you too. Not all lawyers, but but most of most them. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like like for example, in my case. I mean, I literally, like, was, like, I'm going to report, like, I was a, this close to report him to the board. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to do it. Trust me. Yeah, but. I'm just waiting for this but, to finish. But just know, ladies, email us if you email are experiencing us, yes. something like this where the abuse is continuing via a lawyer and you feel harassed, you feel even pressured. Like, exactly. If you feel pressured rushed um if you feel like threatened like this lawyer's threatening you like their job has nothing to do with that exactly their job is just to like help their client you know show evidence in court and do their fucking job and just if you be are professional. Self, yeah be professional if you are self-represented the lawyer's job is only to like contact you for certain to inform you of certain things and that's how the about case it. is going how the case which, is going and like because you know you have to exchange um exhibits yeah. and all that so that's the only type of shit that you should be talking to the opposed um lawyer exactly. and if you have it, that's only if you're being self-represented but if you are being represented then just have your lawyer deal with, deal it. with that yeah because yeah. they can be assholes yeah they can be assholes. yeah completely. and in my case obviously like i can't i can't afford a lawyer right now so um so yeah i'm being self-represented but you know what like i try my best to do the ins and the outs and in my experience dude i had been treated like i'm dumb or something first of all i'm not a lawyer so you can't expect more than just a, a normal civilian going in there trying her best or their best to defend themselves as best as, as they can. Exactly. You know, with the information that they get, whether that's, you know, through um, Project Safeguard, legal advice, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, 
ladies um do not feel threatened or afraid if you ever get um if they ever contact you like oh no and then let, let me tell you girls they, they try to make me shit my pants but yes they try to shut us up they, they were like you guys are using your podcast to make this oh yeah you got yeah. threatened too by the the lo- lawyer. Your lawyer yeah, yeah the other lawyer yeah like yeah. you have to take your podcast down because you're <laughs> talking shit about this person now like i didn't even say names if they feel like piece of piece of because they did something right exactly but here's the thing though about that it's like it's not about them it's about it's about us our experience our abuse yes in our healing in our story in our healing process and this is how we are choosing to heal we have freedom of speech exactly and And we're here yes exactly (laughs) come on exactly so they make it (laughs) it's not about them exactly it's never it's never been about them so yeah so speak up use your voice we have a voice and don't let will, anybody shut you up or silence shut you, you. Silence shut, you. Shut, shut you up, down, up or shut down you, yeah. yeah yeah exactly so anyway um so destroying your belongings as well oh that happened to me yeah Ooh. so and i i, in I wish and kicking the kicking yeah. you out I wish I can post pictures here so you guys can see. But, yeah, he destroyed. So, at this apartment that we were living together, mostly, yeah, I can say, like, 85% of the furniture was mine. And I feel so stupid saying that because what the fuck? Why I was married, you know? Well, whatever. We can say... Let's just say you... 80% 80% you provide. Yes, I provided 85% in your home for your home yes. furniture for your home. So he started destroying my my furniture, my clothes, my everything, every single thing I had at that apartment. He started like throwing things up and mm-hmm. destroying everything. I was like, "Man, why are you doing that?" Till the point I don't know if I already said this, but till the point that I was really uh, obsessed with the brand ninja i don't know if i can say that but i did it mm. so i have my coffee maker my air fryer my crock pot you know that brand is really expensive so he ended up peeing on my air fryer wait he... didn't you sell shit the fuck <laughs> well he ended up peeing on my air fryer on my coffee maker on the crock pot just because he got mad at me one day and no you had to throw all of that away huh <laughs> <laughs> well, I throw most of the stuff away. The air fryer was brand new. I clean and disinfect the air fryer, and somebody bought it for me. Okay. But I told them, like, this happened, and they're like, oh, don't worry. Just clean, clean and disinfect that. It's just, like, water, but it already went through his yeah. body. Yes. I was like, okay. Well, yeah. they agreed to buy the air fryer because like i say it was brand new yeah. oh my god but yeah he ended up doing that so that is financial abuse because yeah, kind of like destroying your destroying your things yes yeah. because well didn't you say that he went and slashed like your couch and your, yes and, and my chairs my chairs uh-huh. everything they were like leather huh yeah they were leather and then he made sure so he stabbed them or, or yes. with the you know what now nice. that now, now that I go back and think about what happened, so he did this on June fifth, mm-hmm. and when he went physical me was June eighth. So he probably wanted to stab me, but he's like, no, I'm 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 not stupid. I'm not going to jail, you know. Yeah. He's he did it to my furniture, and yeah. you know the most scary part of that is like, 
probably, what's gonna happen next time no you know what i'm thinking now like probably whatever he wanted to do to me he did it to the furniture oh what if i what let's say i i never call the police and i never report that he hit me that will happen to me you know oh maybe maybe yeah. that will be like oh i want to stab you ma. I, yeah. who knows? Well, more than 80 percent of the abusive relationships happen i mean look at this case gabby petito oh yes. and there, that's another like big great example which we'll probably talk a little bit more about that in physical abuse because i know i had been doing some research on that case um because there's a big big example there where um Anyways, where, I mean, there was some physical abuse there, you know? So, anyway, but in that sense, like, the Gabby Petito thing, um, I can see how this dude was financially abusing her, Mm -hmm. you know? Because, first of all, the truck was hers. Uh, All the savings that were being used for the trip were hers. Um, What else? Also, like... She tried to, like, maintain the the truck, like, clean. And that's one of the reasons when they got pulled over. Remember when they got pulled oh, over? Oh, yeah, and she and was then, crying. And she was crying. Yeah. What, and one of the reasons, like, according to her statement was that um, they got pulled over because um, she was being OCD about, you know. But she tried to maintain the truck clean and stuff like that and such thing. So I'm just thinking in my head, like, dude, if someone is paying for everything... Right? Or majority of the stuff. Someone's paying for majority of the stuff. Be fucking nice, Like, be... At least be respectful and be clean. Exactly. You know? And so, anyway. So, that to me was, like, a huge red flag. Her her providing her own truck and everything. And after he kills her, he takes her debit card. And he spends, like, a thousand dollars off her debit card to get back to Florida. That's total. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm glad that I ended this relationship calling the police and making Mm. making him pay i even posted something on my facebook one of the text messages when he kicked me out one of the last times Mm -hmm. i posted a picture and i was like he's doing this to me and even his dad um comment he made a comment on my picture Mm -hmm. he was like what's going on and i was like your son is going crazy and i'm gonna put charges on him because i'm really done Mm -hmm. and he was like well do whatever you have to do to be safe and Mm -hmm. he's like call his mom and i was like his mom doesn't even help herself you know because yeah. I, I try I try a lot of things before calling the police because Same I really I really wanted to yeah I really wanted to work out with him and make this marriage yeah. work you know mm-hmm. but I'm like going because you know once you involve the justice system it's done you're fucked you're yeah. fucked and and it's done for me it's done like when he peed on my air fryer and everything I did call the police I was like he did this to me well that's I mean that's like a you know, level of that's, I don't know what to call that. That just doesn't have a name. Exactly. Like exactly. If like, they're capable of doing that, I'd be scared. I'd call the cops too. Because no, and let me tell you, what I, would you do next to I me? I call the cops. You would pee on my face. No, he told me I'm gonna pee in the in the couch. I was like, on oh the couch. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking done. So I grabbed the phone. I called nine one one and. They went over there. They saw everything. They took pictures. Guess what? They told me you have to leave the apartment. Let the abuser stay comfortable at the apartment. Yeah. And you have to leave and find how to survive outside. I was like, this is so fucked up. This is so fucking fucked up because the abuser is going to stay comfortable. I have to leave with my son. Yeah. He gets to stay comfortable. Same thing happened to me. I, like, well, I chose to leave, but instead of, like, seeing the truth for what it is, 
and defending me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, again, same thing. They made, like, I had to be the one to leave with the preemie baby. Immune, compromise, everything. Call it the, no, you know, whatever. No, so, like I said, that happened June 5th when I called the police and mm-hmm. they told me to leave. I went back on June 8th because... I needed clothes and I needed this yeah. and that. So he started like, I'm so sorry. I will never do that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, whatever. Lure, and it lured you back in. No, wait. I, I started packing my stuff. Uh-huh. I was already packing on June 8th. I was packing my oh. stuff to leave. Yeah. And I, I posted my car on Facebook because I was like, uh-huh. I'm going to sell my car. I'm going to uh-huh. get an apartment and I will have a down payment for um, another car. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had my plan already, already. made. Mm-hmm. I was packing and when I sold my car, the people who bought my car, mm-hmm. um, they were waiting for the title. They're, they they were like, can we do a CarMax check just to make sure everything is okay? And I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, why we don't go up to mm-hmm. the apartment and I can sign you guys a title over there and you guys can do whatever you have to do. And I, I keep uh-huh. packing. I was like, because I'm in a rush to get out of here. Yeah. So they were there when he hit me. And even the guy, because it was a couple. It was a girl and a guy. Also, at least you had witnesses. Yeah, I had witnesses, but I don't want to involve them. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, he started calling us uh, whipbacks. And he he was like, I'm going to call the cops, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah, this and uh-huh. that. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, leave us alone. And I was like, shut the fuck up and leave us alone. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up and leave us alone a couple of times. Yeah. He ended up calling the cops. So I asked the people, the couple, I was like, please leave. I'm going to send you the title. Please leave. I feel really embarrassed because of him. Yeah. How he's acting. Yeah. And the, even the guy was like, I'm going to punch him in the fucking face if he doesn't shut up. And I was like, don't get in trouble. Just leave. Mm-hmm. So he ended up walking first. And then the, the girl... When I was going, um, following the girl to close the door, he mm. fucking punched me in the face. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I was like, okay, he already called the cops. So I ended up going to the other room. Yeah. I closed myself. I called the cops. I was like, hey, you know what? He just called the cops. They're coming. They're in their way. But I just want to make a call too because this and this happened. Uh-huh. So he ended up going with the cops outside. Uh-huh. And I don't know what the fuck he said to them. And then when they called me, they were like, oh, he told us uh, you're disturbing his peace. And I was like, oh, really? I'm disturbing his peace. And he's fucking punching me in the face. Like, I'm a punching ba- um, bag. Uh-huh. And he looked at me like, he was like, that's why you have all red in your lip. And I was like, yes. My uh-huh. lip is red because he punched me in the face. So he ended up arrested. Yeah. And I was like, I'm fucking done. You know, like, he, he kicked me out so many times. I had to sleep in my car. Yeah. That was the last thing, you know. I was like, this is fucking done. I'm really done. Yeah. And I'm so fucking happy I live his ass. Yeah. Because if not, if, he, let's say he stuffed all the fucking furniture, next one was going to be me. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. I did it. Girls, don't fucking stay if you are going through this. Yeah. Because they stuffed your furniture, whatever, your clothes. Next is going to be you. Yeah. And then he used to, like, rip your clothes, too. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's financial abuse in that sense because now, like, you have to start from zero. You have to buy yourself clothes exactly. again. Exactly. Like, furniture and everything. And everything. Yeah. Exactly. So... Um, also, taking money from joint accounts without notifying the partner um yeah i mean we i didn't have a joint account up to this day i still didn't know how much money he was making and then no and then let me tell you like because i you know i i have the custody case open right now (laughs) and it cracks me up 
that uh, according to him, he's only working part time. Oh, now that now that he opened the custody case, he's part time. But he part time. But he used to be full time, no? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. weird. Interesting. I know, but, you know, that's another story for another day. <laughs> um, so, also neglecting your basic financial living needs, such as a home, food, clothing, health care. Those are also, oh, those are very important, too. Especially, like, if, let's just say, like, you're a stay-at-home mom, so you have no access to the money at all, and they just, you know, prevent you from having access. Um, you know, that's another thing where... Um, they only give you a certain amount of money to go buy groceries and that's it. Mm, and so, yeah. That's true. And then, um, and, I mean, you don't even have health care. I mean, how could you have health care if you're at home stay, uh, stay at home mom? So, yeah. Um, when they put you down, when you make less money than them. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that's one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Humiliating you because you make more less money. Um, what else? Um, Let's say in my case that I was a waitress. He was an engineer. Oh, yeah? He that, would humiliate yes, you right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's expecting you to pay 50-50. Exactly. Because according to him, you're a waitress. So, so you were making less money than him. And 50-50, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, throwing the economic or financial help in your face. So let's just oh, say like, yes. like they pay, I don't know, they pay, um, you pay like, 30% because that's as much as you could pitch in yes. with or afford. And then this dude pays 60%, right? And then they throw that in your face they again. Throw, they throw that in your they face? Would throw it. He would yeah. throw it in your face, yeah. And then he will be like, oh, you're not able to afford this place, so get the fuck out of here. And I'm yeah, like, in my case, I I was like, I, you know, I got told, I got two mouths to feed, and I'm just like, wow. wow. Not I'm... once did he buy the formula for the baby. Let me make that clear. And two, there was this, like, program that this, like, um, um, it was, like, a program for parents who have children in their hospital. And so they would, like, make, um, they would, like, deliver you groceries and stuff, like, at no cost. Like, you would just get, they would come by and drop off groceries. So that was my way of, like, pitching in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just like, wow, really? You're crying you're crying because you're paying what's his what's his fucking mortgage like 800 and something his fucking mortgage like you're crying for 800 and something dollars damn wow so you're telling me that the ham that i ate at that house yeah no oh i i bought it so you're good oh (laughs) that's why i told you to have it because it's because it's mine Yes, okay. exactly. Good, good. <laughs> Guys, I uh, wish I can post a video here because it looks so fucking good. Cool. <laughs> I'm like talking and eating the I ham. Just, as soon as this like pending trial is over, I can't wait. I to, can't. Like, I'm gonna post a fucking video. About yeah. it. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see what else. Mm. Um. Oh yeah, hiding like hiding like money or debts or things like that from you this one and then uh criticizing you for your debts so say if you have like some debt or whatever oh yeah they'll criticize you for that or for your credit score like oh my credit score is stiff and you're oh uh-huh girl yes, yes. your credit score and it's like yes. you don't know my struggles yeah yeah shut the exactly fuck up. um what else is the 
What else? Um, like, don't pay the, well, don't pay child support. Like, yeah, we that, already, talk we about already that. talked about that. Kicking you out of the house. Obviously, we, we talk a lot about that. Or forcing you to stop working. Oh, yeah. Forcing yes. you to stop working. Yeah, yeah. That's one of, oh, my God. Or just sab- plain sabotaging yes your job yes even if they, they'll come over there and, and like 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 um fix a scene and your job and then your job ends up kicking like you know yes. firing you and stuff like that so it's sabotaging your job and that totally happened to me as well for Damn, sure they're fucking us i know like sabotaging your career like i remember i was told like i'm gonna fucking ruin your career with this no and you know what other thing is yeah. like um when like in my case he's like oh yeah i'm gonna take care of my son you don't worry go to work and mm-hmm. then he fucking doesn't answer the phone or he just like oh no you have to take care of him a whole week knowing that uh when i was working as a healthcare provider i needed to work 12 hour shifts yeah which it so was he- it, it was impossible for me to pick my son up but that's what a co-parenting school. does like if you're actually co-parenting then you pitch in, like you step in and it's not about you it's about the child exactly. like obviously like if you're not paying like um child support at least support. at least support by watching mm-hmm. you know and compensating over for, you know for that that hey your your child's mother has to work 12 hour shifts and step in and, and hey help. Let me. I, I'll. I'll get him. Or hey, did you find a babysitter? Oh, don't worry. I have a babysitter. You know, like exactly. Help each other out. Like you're yeah. be a team. But obviously, with abusers, you cannot. You cannot be a team. Never. You cannot be a team with an abuser. No. That's never. why. Like my best advice would be to parallel parent. So parallel parenting is just you. You know, you take care of you, your home, your discipline, your everything, and don't don't blend with the other parent at all you know what i mean which sucks you would want to have a blended family you know but unfortunately it doesn't work with an abuser anyways moving on um using the kids um as an excuse to not allow you to go to work so it's like well we have children you got like you gotta stay home you have to stay home you have to so forcing you to be a stay-at-home mom when you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. If that's some like if it's a choice that you would want to do that, and that's your choice, and you know you guys come to an agreement, and that's something that works for you, great, do it. But it's a different story when he tells you you have to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? Um. I, uh. What else? Like um. Like oh yeah, like hi- hiding stuff, like hiding the your car keys. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, hiding mm-hmm. your car keys. Or telling you that they're gonna help you take care of the kids. Yeah, just what and I they said. don't. Yeah, and they don't show up. And they don't show up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how can we prevent this type of abuse? Ooh, I will say I always have some money on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, never depend on your partner a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Never, never. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how how good you think he is, cause mm-hmm. you never know when they're gonna change. Yeah, and then keep your job if you can. If you can, yes. Be smart um, with your finances. Yeah. Be really Because, I mean, I see a lot of... I, I have a lot of other friends that are a stay-at-home mom, and they still continue to, like, 
they at least find some creative way to work from home. Exactly. So if you can do that, go for it. Um, don't spend more than what you what you make. What you make. Yeah. Yes. Um, and if you are a stay at home mom, make sure that you are given like some sort of like I don't know. This might some sound dumb, but. No, I'm not going to say that because it might sound, like, kind of dumb. Like, if you're, like, some kind of child getting, like, your, um, how do you say that? Your, um, when they give you. El domingo. Como tu domingo. Uh Ajá, but I don't know how to. uh, Oh, in English. It's like. In English. It's like kind of when grandma gives you money. Let's put it that way. Like, your Sunday, Sunday money. You know, like, we call it domingo. For Sunday Funday. Yeah, I, I can't think of the word. But um but yeah, let's just say like you're like if you are a stay at home mom, make sure that your that your husband or, or your partner is giving you some kind of pay at the end of the week, at least be like you know, that you're that he is sharing the money and giving yeah. it to you or you have access to the joint to, account. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um anyway, what else? Uh, if you are in this situation and the only access to money that you have is when you have money to go and buy like groceries or basic necessities, at least grab and hide a little bit of money from there. Yeah, $1 makes $1. a difference. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, and and just hide it in a, in a secure place or give it to somebody to hold it for you as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and then just start creating, like, your own little savings, you know, um, so you can start planning to get out safely. I will feel like always have a plan B. A plan B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we have some resources as well. Yes. And um, I'll go ahead and start with the Allstate Foundation Moving Ahead Curriculum. This one provides a two-year program to help survivors restart their financial lives. Allstate also helps fund community nonprofits that financially aid those recovering from domestic abuse through its foundation, formerly known as the, was it the purple, what is it, purple purse? Oh, is it, oh, it's called the Purple Purse Campaign. Grants from the Allstate Foundation help domestic violence victims enter and stay in the workforce. So. This is a great, great, great resource because what you want to do is when you escape is to have your own money. Start start up with your own job. Mm-hmm. Um, the money, so the money is up to like $1,000. It can be used for classes, clothes, computers, and other resources. Um, another one? Um, the other one would be the National Endowment for Financial Education. It helps victims acquire the information and skills um, needed to gain control of their personal finances. And you can actually reach them by phone, and their number is 303-741-6333. Again, it is 303-741-6333. If we can, we're actually going to add that information under um, on our episode um little section where we can our description oh, section yeah. we can add it on there okay and then um, another one is a woman's institute for financial education um there you can receive all the education you need um to take care of your financial your finances your finances sorry and you can reach them at eight five eight five 
Yeah. Again, it's 858-524-0955. And is this like a national um, That's national. resource? Yes, or? that's a national. Okay, not local. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, your money matters, oh, they help you with tax information. And it's uh, only for survivors of domestic abuse. And it offers information um, on how to deal with the IRS and how to do your taxes. Or probably they can even help you if you need help, like, let's say, filing your taxes and you don't have the money to do it. You can go there. Um, you can Google it because we don't have a phone number for them. But it's yeah. called Your Money Matters. And that's also national, That's right? national as well. Okay. Yep. Um, CatholicCharities.org. And that has programs that fund the cost of relocation including helping the victims find a home or apartment while paying for the first month of rent. There are also, um, there are also job placement programs as well. Um, and then the other one that's also connected to the, the Catholic Charities is the St. Vincent de Paul Society. And then again, like I said, it's connected to the Catholic Church or affiliated Offers financial assistance for for shelter and sometimes picks up with first month's rent as well. Um, give back a smile. Oh, that's something different. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking into a little bit of dental help because um, we know we're, we're going to... Physi- for physical abuse, uh-huh. we're going to talk more about in the next episode. But I was looking into... Because some of... Some of the victims have to go through, you know, when they broke their teeth and like really. I had a friend that happened to her. Yeah. Like she got beat up really nasty in Vegas and was left to die like in the hotel room. Oh, God. Yeah. And when she woke up, like, yeah. And so when she showed us the pictures on social media, like her whole like teeth were busted. And I remember her asking, I think she was asking for help. for help for her teeth yeah because i think she ended up getting them fixed but yeah yeah so if you need to get your teeth fixed from for, because of physical abuse yeah um i found this program is really nice it's called give back a smile and they repair um any kind of damage um uh, that you have received by a violin partner or spouse without charge and you can reach them at 800-773-4227 again it's 800-773-4227 okay and then um i mean we never really end up knowing who we are with exactly we don't even know ourselves sometimes sometimes so imagine so don't like you can't even trust your own shadow (laughs) exactly so um prepare yourself yeah be ready for anything and everything. Try to keep your money on the side. Always have a plan A, a plan B. Plan A, plan B. If plan A didn't work, you have yeah. a plan B ready. Yeah, and I hope we like offered really good information that will help you guys like really um, recognize and um, help you a little bit understanding how financial abuse looks like what that looks like and don't what the be, red flags look yes like. mm-hmm. and don't be scared don't don't feel like you need to close your mouth and be quiet you don't have to be quiet no yeah you need Speak to be up. loud and help us be loud <laughs> yeah yeah we're advocating we're in this together so yeah so i guess next episode episode three we'll be talking about physical abuse physical so abuse. we'll 
Well, um, we're looking forward to talking to you guys next time. All right. Well, oh, I was going to tell you guys, we're going to have a giveaway pretty soon. Uh, we were, oh, yeah. we are going to be sharing it on our social media. We are planning on doing a really good giveaway. So please stay in touch. Uh, yes. Follow our, our tick, we have TikTok, which is domestic um, underscore uh, abuse. So uh, not domestic. Sorry. It's DV underscore abuse. So go follow us there and keep and like our Facebook page. Yes. Share, tag your friends, family. Yeah. Share our podcast. Just help us uh, grow. Get, grow and get mm -hmm. um, you know help other people. The more you help us, the more we can help. Yes. And so just stay tuned in our TikTok, especially because we will be uploading a video and giving you instructions on what the giveaway will be like and what you need to do for the giveaway yep and right. thank you so much hasta la vista baby bye